Okay guys, hi, so this is uh, our review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. I was a bit late with episodes two and three, um, so I think we kind of missed the zeitgeist for that moment. So you saw episode three, obviously you're up to speed. Um, this, uh, but just a couple of concerns that you had mm. with episode three. You're not entirely convinced by Daniel Bruhl, are you? As Zemo? No. Why not? Because I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing there. It doesn't convince me on any level. Right. I mean, clearly he's going to be very important somewhere. Yeah. And he keeps nipping off around the corner. I quite like him. I quite like he seems. I like him, but I don't. I don't. And he's got to have a, you know, something. They've got to give us some storyline. Well, yes, he's got a massive storyline. He's sort of like he's kind of become part of the kind of threesome of the Avengers, and yeah, but we he's don't a baddie, trust him, and do we trust? No, and we're not supposed to trust him. I quite no. like all that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, so this episode obviously moves on with this whole idea of them trying to get the um what they called the flag smashers what they the flag uh, no what they called the yeah the flag the flag smashers. smashers so they're trying to intercept the flag smashers who are these super soldiers that are souped up with super the soldier super serum <laughs> yes yeah, super, super soldier serum super soldier um serum. and so the chase has taken them I, I, now you watched the first episode of the boys and <laughs> you weren't impressed were you I wasn't not impressed. Well, you didn't go back to it. No, I didn't go back to it. Well, anyway, well, for me, this episode was really reminiscent of, of a whole subplot or a major plot, actually, in The Boys, which is about this compound V, I think it's called, which is the thing that makes superheroes superheroes okay. in The Boys. And I thought this was a really like interesting... Yeah, a bit like Kryptonite, although that has the opposite effect on Superman, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, but this super soldier serum, I thought there was a really interesting uh, soliloquy uh, I mean, that's kind of Shakespeareanizing it a bit, but uh, from um, from Daniel Brühl's Zemo character, when he talked about how any superhero-ness mm. is essentially a supremacist desire. Yes. What did you think of that? I thought that kind of brought a really different sort of angle on the whole superhero concept. It did, and also... It's pretty much inarguable, isn't it? It is. Well, he said it was. Yeah. And I was pretty convinced by his argument. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I am. In fact. You know, and I think it was really intriguing and very brave to draw parallels between it, uh, the, you know, superheroes and the pursuit for perfection and superhuman qualities and essentially the Aryan Brotherhood of Nazism and that sort of, you know, Nazi fascistic desire for body perfection. I mean, yes, exactly. When you think of Hitler, I mean, yeah. yeah. So is, is all that stuff making this a rich a rich show for you? Are you being surprised by this in the way that you were by WandaVision or not? Not in the same way as WandaVision, no. obviously. And also, I'll tell you what, I mean, Daniel Bruhl, I, I wish that, I wish that his character uh, all Wasn't I'm wishing is that no, 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 is that his character would do more. Right. But actually, the one that I feel the most sort of least for, rather, is the Winter Soldier, who leaves me utterly. Oh, cold. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, and because is that because he's wintry? No, no, it's just like um, I don't know the actor. I don't know. He's Sebastian always bad tempered. He's um. I you see I, I I know what you mean. I mean he's always been one of my least sort of. I've I've known the least about him and I've been the least excited by him, but I do think Sebastian Stan's giving him some. He's breathing some three dimensionality, I think, into his character. I hope he will, but at the moment he's not. Well, he's only doing got two more him. episodes to breathe oh. anything into anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, whereas what Anthony Mackie, are you liking him? I adore Anthony Mackie. He is lovely, isn't he? He's like he's the he's the consummate actor, yeah. so he's so relaxed that he's almost not acting. I think if there's one thing this this show runs the risk of becoming bogged down in is that at the moment we have almost well we do we have five key protagonists mm -hmm. all essentially trying to rescue things you've got 
uh, Winter Soldier, The Falcon, Anthony Mackie. You've got Zemo in there. You've also then got Walker, who's the new yes, Captain America. Yes, you like and him, don't I, you? I do like, well, like him. I think I like his narrative arc. Yeah. And you've got his colleague, obviously, of which we'll talk a little bit more about in this episode. Mm -hmm. That's five. That's quite a lot jostling around yeah, to essentially is, intercept the flag smashers. Now, my biggest problem isn't Zemo and my biggest problem isn't the Winter Soldier. My biggest problem is with the lead villainess yeah. of the flag smashers. And we had a long conversation almost during watching this. What do you, I mean, I've talked on the last review, uh, you know, as soon as I hear an English accent, it all sounds so plummy and lacking in drama. Yeah. And you thought maybe it was the script. And I was like, no, I think it's definitely her delivery. What was wrong there? It must be. Well, it was so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm willing to believe that it is that because English, like English. But what do you feel is wrong with it? I think it might be partly the script as well. It was so the lines, the lines that she was, she was. Well, yeah, but I mean, for in an action superhero thing, the lines are never going to be particularly sophisticated, no. are they? It's about. It's. I just find. I mean, you. I'm kind of leading you to something you'd yeah. said last night, which was, it's all at one note. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you not feel that? Yeah. Well, of course no, you did. No, you told me that last night. Yeah. Um, and I think that's her problem. I think it's staying at this one level. Mm -hmm. And so you're not getting any sort of light and shade no. to her villainy. No, exactly. And then I was thinking, OK, well, clearly the Flag Smashers are meant to be a bit of a Robin Hood outfit. You know, are they freedom fighters? Are they actually doing something quite meaningful? I mean, even when he said to her the thing about, you know, you could be called extremists, blah, blah, blah. She said like this, we're not extremists and then carried on. I mean, yeah. it, well, there was no... Yeah. Emphasis. There's and no I, emphasis no. anywhere. And I like the way, I do like the way Anthony Mackie, I felt, was equating his black experience with understanding her feeling outside of the mainstream or mm -hmm. feeling not heard. Yeah. I think it's very much becoming a series about who's heard by who, who has privilege in, in terms of what they have and who they are. I mean, you know, the underlying narrative, I think, is we're all supposed to be thinking that Anthony Mackie would have been the obvious yeah. Captain America. Yeah, and yet we've got Walker, this guy who I think he's a really fascinating character, yeah, actually, Walker. I and, do, I, actually. and I'm really pleased. What I liked about this episode was it put him centre stage. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, this is about masculinity. This is about a white man who's feeling the pressure of being something he can't be yeah you know yeah. he had that moment where he was fighting the warriors from wakanda mm -hmm. and he was like they're not even super soldiers and i can't fight them and yeah. you, you you do and as a viewer you're thinking yeah that's not what captain america's about no exactly you've got exactly. to be able to fight them yeah and he couldn't no what do you do exactly well, he hits, upon, he hits upon the super soldier serum. Well, we think he does. Well, he must have done because he, he was bending bars and punching people through <laughs> walls, wasn't exactly, he? Exactly. So this was, so for me, again, it was a bit more like the boys. It was like the boys without the surrealist scatological humour okay. that there is in the boys. But I thought this took it to a very rich place for me. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's nothing like WandaVision and... Um, but that's fine by me. This is far more what I think of as a superhero yeah, film. Yeah. I mean, WandaVision was different. It was a sort of like... But I suppose it's like, I know often people say, oh, you're supposed to be coming to this for this. I, I come to everything in its own terms. Oh, of course. I, I don't come to, you know, I don't want to come to a superhero film thinking I'm going to get a superhero thing and then just get it delivered. I want to be surprised even within the genre itself. And for me, where episode three didn't surprise me at the end, 
this episode did surprise me because I thought, oh, Marvel's taken us to a dark place. Because in a minute, we've essentially got a Captain America at the end of this episode who's killed someone. Yeah. This is a spoiler, obviously. Yeah. He kills someone in the most violent way because he's avenging his mate's death. Yeah. You realise that this is a character who's been through the Afghanistan war and has experienced dubious things himself because they question their own medals of yeah, honour. Yeah. They say, have we been made heroes given what we've gone through? Yeah. Knowing how it played out for us. Yeah. I thought that's really, that's quite complicated it stuff. Is, it is, About yeah. what it means to be a hero, what it yeah. means to be a veteran. Yeah, yeah. What it means to be an American. Yeah. And the thing was, he was filmed doing it as well. I know. Which is another, th it's another concept in the, in the boys. Another strand. It's a real moment, this, this does anyone else feel that? It was a real moment in this episode where I felt a lot of the boys going on in the super soldier serum. I'm sure, I don't know whether they had this in development before the boys or the boys, you know, inspired this kind of detail. I'm not, the one part I'm not convinced by is the whole woman leading the flag smashers. Mm, I just yeah. find I'm not entirely convinced by that. And I feel there's almost too many goodies yeah. chasing them. Yeah, yeah, and she just wouldn't be leading any sort of organisation. She's, she's not, not dynamic inspiring. enough. She's not charismatic enough, no, is she? No, not at all, not at all. So, yeah, anyway, I, I, thought, but I thought this was a really intriguing episode and I'm really looking forward to watching Walker, a.k.a. Captain America's yeah. narrative, play out because this is going to get dark and twisted now. Yeah, I mean, considering he came into it late and I thought, he, yeah. you know, he was sort of... Um, I don't think boy. anything... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he's grown in stature and then with that sort of thing of... Is he going to take it or isn't he? That's a really cool bit of, um, yeah. Yeah, sort of wrong footing. Wrong footing, yeah. exactly. There you exactly. go. So episode four, better than episode three. Yeah, yeah. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.